if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, Lux Lifers. Welcome to episode 23. We are approaching Halloween here in the U.S., and I want to talk to you about how to handle these holidays that have sugary treats attached to them. It's that time of year. Like, let's be serious. It is that time of year. Candy, sugary treats, dessert, whatever you want to call it. This is the time of the year where it seems to be harder to turn these things down. And if you know that sugar makes you feel like garbage, but you can't turn it down, then this is the episode for you. And that's actually a direct quote from someone that I did a consult with. She said, sugar makes me feel like garbage, but I can't say no. And I know she's not the only one. Like, look, a lot of us are card-carrying members of the struggle bus when it comes to saying no to holiday sweets. I feel like the opening of and I'm using air quotes here, pumpkin season in the beginning of October, it just kicks off the sugar season. Wherever you look, there is someone selling a pumpkin treat, like a normal food that has all of a sudden been infused with pumpkin something, and that just makes us want it even more. Like we went to dinner last night, my husband and I went out to celebrate his birthday at one of our favorite restaurants in Philly, If you're in Philly and you've never been to Tallulah's Garden, you don't know what you're missing. Put that on your to-do list for sure. The food is always amazing. Service is always great. And we're looking at the menu for dessert, and he ordered the pumpkin ice cream sundae. And let me tell you why he ordered it. We read the description of the dessert. Listen to this. Ginger snap, cheesecake swirl, cinnamon caramel, and salted pumpkin seeds. I was like, uh, babe, you got to get that. (laughs) So we did. So it's just like the pumpkin season causes this desire that we must have the pumpkin thing. Because after a while, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be gone. And if we don't take advantage of it now, we're going to miss it. What was your favorite or your first pumpkin purchase this season? I know you have one. What was it? I was in Target a few weeks ago, and I saw a special edition of pumpkin chai tea by Tazo. So, of course, I grabbed it. I drink chai tea pretty much every day, and this was pumpkin chai. I was like, ooh, yes, I must have it. So I grabbed a box. It was a special edition after all, and, of course, it said special edition. So that made me want it even more. And I love chai tea, so... It ended up in my Target cart. One of my clients who has been coaching with me for a while, this is her second pumpkin season as my client, and we first started working together last year. I had to coach her hard on her love for pumpkin muffins at Wawa. 
If you're not from the Northeast, you're like, what is Wawa? <laughs> you can look it up online, but it, it is a convenience store in this area. I think there's some like up and down the East Coast as well, but they have a lot of just convenient, fast food, all different types of uh, food products. And that's her spot. People in this area love to go to Wawa. So yes, pumpkin season just ignites our desire for more sugar. And how convenient that here in the United States, Halloween is right around the corner. In fact, it's just a couple of days from today if you're listening to this podcast on the day that it's published. So we have had a few weeks of being inundated with eat pumpkin this, eat pumpkin that, and then we roll right into Halloween. Talk about beating someone when they're down and the person who has the sugar jones. Our defenses are already low because we indulged in our pumpkin treats because we felt like, gotta have it now. And so we're starting to give our bodies, we're starting to pump our bodies full of sugar. And now we have to face bowls of mini Snickers and Twix and Skittles and Starburst that are just around, right? All of a sudden we have little pieces of candy around within our reach. Many are not. Candy is candy. Sugar is sugar. And too much of it will stall or reverse our weight loss progress, any progress that we may have made earlier in the year. And I get it. This is the time of year where it's just harder to stick with healthy habits because ah, winter is here. There are less hours of daylight. The temperatures are getting cooler. We start piling on the layers of clothes and it's easier to hide our bellies underneath sweaters and sweatpants. We spend more time indoors and less time outside. And it's suddenly it's starting to feel like hibernation time. And look, we go through this every single year. The same feelings, the same desires, the same actions every single year when the season changes like this. Remember way back in the summertime, (laughs) a couple months ago, you wanted to feel lighter and you wanted to be outside and you wanted to feel healthy. Yeah, that mindset is now gone or it's being crowded out very slowly by thoughts of sugar indulgence. We have thoughts like, oh, I deserve a treat. And you begin to say that mantra more and more often. Or you may find yourself taking a pit stop at Starbucks, treating yourself to a venti of something warm and sweet more often. Or you may find yourself just putting a little extra sugar in your afternoon tea or your afternoon coffee. Or maybe you're in line at Target, like I often am, and you're waiting to check out and you're looking at all the little candy bars and the mini packs of cookies and you grab one just as you're checking out and you eat it on the way home, which is something that you probably would not have done in the summertime when you were thinking, I want to be healthier, I want to feel lighter. Or look, maybe you're just surrounded by people who just seem to have a lot of candy (laughs) around them. Your kids all of a sudden have a lot of candy, your coworkers, even the free lollipops at the bank are fair game. However, I'm thinking, 
I haven't been to a bank in a very long time, but I'm thinking because of the pandemic, they probably don't have the free lollipops just sitting out on the counter anymore. But either way, when you are craving sugar, all of a sudden, you will find the sugar. The sugar is around you. And the Sugar Jones is real, and it can feel all-consuming. Now, I have talked to so many women who believe that they are physically addicted to sugar. And when I hear that, I always want to dispel that myth really, really quickly, because that's a really dangerous thought to have, like, I am physically addicted to sugar. Listen, someone who is addicted to something literally cannot stay away from that substance or behavior. Think about someone who is addicted to drugs. They sacrifice their friends. They sacrifice their family. They ignore all the risk factors. They abandon commitments like taking care of their children and going to work. I mean, we've seen and we've heard stories of people who are addicted to gambling and how they have, like, gambled their life savings away. Yeah, a love of sugar does not mean you're addicted. Being addicted to a substance is very, very serious. So if you're one of those people who are like, oh, I'm physically addicted to sugar, I want you to stop saying that. Stop telling yourself that you are addicted to sugar. All it means is that you love sugar. And it means that you give in to your bratty brain more often when it tells you to eat sugar and you choose to listen to it. That's it. So if you begin to think, no, I'm not addicted to sugar, then you just need to remind yourself often that you have the option to say no and keep it moving. And as my my money mentor says, Dave Ramsey, he always, I love this sentence from him. He says, no is a complete sentence. He talked about it in terms of excess spending. I talk about it in terms of excess eating and excess sugar consumption. No and O is a complete sentence. You don't have to explain anything else to anyone else. You just have to say no. And you're like, okay, Jennifer, easier said than done. Please tell me, how do you fight your crazy sugar cravings? Keyword here, people, fight. Every morning, you have got to wake up Put on your mental armor, yeah, and fight that sugar jones. In the morning when you wake up, you have to declare to yourself that today is going to be a sugar-free day. And you have to tell yourself this because otherwise you're just leaving yourself open to believe that I'm addicted to sugar and that you just can't say no to sugar. Believing that you're addicted to sugar, even though you know it makes you feel like garbage, that thought right there does not serve you. And as I told you earlier, in case you forgot that quickly, that thought is not true. You are not addicted to sugar. So you've got to tell your brain, you've got to make a decision in your mind and tell your bratty brain to hush up because you can't keep saying, I'm addicted to sugar, I'm addicted to sugar. And then turn around and expect that you're not going to eat it. It doesn't work that way. You can't keep telling yourself these sugar cravings are out of control and expect to be in control when you come across a three musketeers mini bar at the bottom of your purse. (laughs) 
When you think it's okay to treat yourself with sugar, you're actually tricking yourself because there's nothing in your body that agrees that eating sugar is a treat. Did you catch that trick or treat Halloween analogy? I'll say it again. When you think that it's okay to treat yourself with sugar, like the thought of like, oh, I'm just going to treat myself right now. You're actually tricking yourself because nothing in your body agrees that eating sugar is a treat. And I'm going to break it down for you. You may already know this, but maybe you need to hear it again. Consuming too much sugar is actually one of the worst things you can do if you want to live a long and healthy life. And hopefully you want to live a long and healthy life. I know I do. There was a study from the University of California that actually found that drinking sugary drinks like soda can age your body on a cellular level as quickly as cigarettes. Now, if you're in the middle of your sugar eating season, right, you started with the pumpkin treats in the beginning of October and now you're in the midst of it, please know that every part of your body feels the strain of trying to process sugar. And the more that you keep treating yourself to this one little thing, your body has to continually work overtime to process the sugar. And when it's doing stuff like processing the sugar, it's not doing the other things that it needs to be doing, like, oh, making sure your immune system is strong to fight off viruses like COVID-19. So in this season, it is particularly important for you to watch your sugar consumption. If you find yourself feeling sluggish a lot and you're always hungry, you're always like, I'm hungry, I need to eat something, that is a sign. That is a sign that you could be robbing your body of other nutrients that you need to sustain your energy. Now, if you're not, if you're eating too much sugar, you're probably not consuming enough protein. You're probably not consuming enough fiber because you're sipping a latte instead of eating a real meal with real, whole, unprocessed foods. And I know you're like, the urge to eat sugar is so strong. I need you to keep listening to me because there is a better way to deal with this holiday season without consuming a ton of sugar. Excess sugar equals excess calories, which equals excess weight in the form of fat. And as you know, how easy it is to consume high sugar foods because they contain almost no protein, no fiber, so they don't, they don't fill you up. Your body never gets a signal like, whoo, we've had enough caramel latte right now. No, what you do is you end up drinking more or eating more before you actually feel full. So if you are a Starbucks connoisseur, you may already know this, but if you order a 16-ounce pumpkin spice latte, it has 50 grams of sugar in it. Now, turn that grande into a venti, and now you're drinking 64 grams of sugar. Now, let's put that into perspective because I recognize a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? 50 grams of sugar, 64 grams, doesn't sound like a lot. Let's put it into perspective of how much sugar your body can actually handle well on a regular day. 
So the American Heart Association suggests that you limit your added sugars to 24 grams per day for women and 36 grams per day for men. Now, if you hit up Starbucks a few times a week and you're treating yourself to your pumpkin spice latte, you're already consuming 50 grams of sugar just with a small one. And your limit for a woman should be 24 grams. So you've already doubled it just with a beverage. Now, you do the math on how much extra sugar you're consuming. And remember, excess sugar equals excess calories, which equals excess weight in the form of fat. If you're struggling with your weight, it just means that you are over-consuming calories. And so I want you to begin to look at where that overconsumption of calories is coming from. But more important than the extra pounds you may gain from eating too much sugar during the holidays, this is serious, y'all. You are putting yourself at risk to developing insulin resistance. Insulin resistance ramps up your blood sugar levels so that your body can't process naturally and you end up with excess sugar floating around your bloodstream with nowhere to go. When this happens, you are suddenly pre-diabetic or you have developed full-blown type 2 diabetes. Unfortunately, being diabetic, at least in the United States of America, I don't know what it looks like around the world, but in the United States of America, being a type 2 diabetic has become normalized. Thank you to our lovely pharmaceutical companies and misleading advertising. If you think taking medication for your type type 2 diabetes is just normal and it's okay and it's just what you have to do, I want you to please hear me. That does not have to be your truth. I know it is hard to get off of sugar, but it is not impossible. I don't want you to be just okay with eating whatever and then having to take insulin to control your type 2 diabetes. It's not okay. I want to help you reprogram your thinking about what is possible for you and that thought, sugar makes me feel like garbage, but I can't say no. Listen, it is possible that you can learn how to love a life without sugar. How? Very simply, I want you to start to decide that you're going to live a sugar-free life one day at a time. Yeah, now you could totally go cold turkey, but for some of you, that can be very difficult to just say, I'm just not eating any more sugar. And the chances of you relapsing are higher when you do go cold turkey. Not saying that it's not possible, that other people have been able to do it. But for those of you who know, like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not happening. (laughs) I am not going cold turkey. This is what I want you to do, right? I want you to try this strategy. I want you to decide that the next 24 hours of your life will be sugar-free. You can decide ahead of time what you need to do to make that happen. If you know that you're always putting sugary creamer in your coffee, then you say, all right, tomorrow I'm going to use a sugar-free creamer in my coffee. 
Or I'm going to, oh my goodness, drink it black. Imagine that. When you take the time to do this, right, think through what you're going to do for the next 24 hours, what are you doing? You are mentally preparing yourself and telling your brain what you want to do instead of allowing your physical desire to have sugar be in charge of what you do. So I find this strategy so effective because when you can find success in a one 24-hour period at a time, then it's easier to try it and do it again and have success for the next 24-hour period. Okay, so you do this every single day. And at the end of the day, I want you to do this. This is really, really important. I want you to ask yourself, how did you do today? How did you do with your declaration of having a sugar-free day? Were you able to follow the plan that you had put in place for yourself for the 24 hours? If so, great. If not, great. Because this is an opportunity for you to learn from yourself and see how you can do better tomorrow. This is a simple but effective strategy that we call the evening assessment. All of my clients are trained, I don't say trained, but that's what we do in the Stop Dieting Forever process. We complete an evening assessment, which is part of our 90-day planner, and we ask ourselves a couple of key questions of how we can do better tomorrow. Now, the purpose of this evening assessment isn't to make you feel guilty if you didn't stay away from sugar. It's okay. You're human. You're learning. But it is a simple moment in your day to pause. And y'all know what happens when you pause. So you're taking time to pause and break from your normal evening activities and remind your brain like, hey, we're working on a goal here, right? We're learning how to live a life without consuming a lot of sugar, one day at a time. The evening assessment is what I call your daily thought pattern disruptor. And that's what you need to do to be actually be able to say no to sugar more often. So that belief that you had, sugar makes me feel like garbage, but I can't say no, is no longer your predominant thought because you are taking the time to remind yourself, hey, we are working on this goal of learning to live a life without sugar. And the more successful days you have without consuming sugar, the stronger your sugar-free muscle gets and the more confidence you have in yourself to continue to say N-O to sugar and focus on consuming more foods that fuel your body rather than the ones that make you feel like garbage. So yes, it is possible. I have done it. My clients have done it. You can learn how to do it too. And guess what? I'm going to help you. I am going to help you. This holiday season is going to be like none other. Not only are we dealing with the normal holiday food temptations, but I want you to add on the stress of living in the middle of a pandemic. And then the possibility of putting even more pounds on is real, y'all. There are so many reasons to justify indulging in your favorite foods. There's so many reasons to avoid those healthy habits that you begin to cultivate earlier in the year. There are so many reasons right now to 
stop thinking intentionally and just not show up for yourself. There's so many reasons to toss your thoughts about losing weight to the side because, hell, it's the holidays, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you feel very, very stressed and very, very uncomfortable. But I want you to ask yourself, do you want to listen to all of the reasons why you think it's okay for you to gain weight right now? Or do you want to think of how you can do this holiday in a way that will serve you through this time? Do you want to keep evolving into the next best version of yourself when it seems like it's like the most difficult time to do that? Look, you may be thinking like this, what I'm saying right now is totally impossible. You don't want to experience your holiday without your favorite treats. You don't want to experience your holiday and feel like you're going to be restricted or deprived. Um, if you're new to this podcast and new to me, let me tell you, I don't believe in restriction or deprivation. I'm going to teach you how to lose weight during a pandemic holiday season without dieting. And if you think I am full of shit, I want you to sign up for the holiday edition of the Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting Challenge, which is coming up in just a few weeks. You don't have to. You can give in and eat what you want to eat and indulge for the next two and a half months and worry about your weight and your health in January. But why? Listen, this is a unique opportunity to blow your own mind and actually lose weight during this holiday season. So to help you take that step and blow your own mind, I'm going to teach you how to lose weight this holiday season with the special edition of the Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Challenge Without Dieting beginning the week before Thanksgiving. So on November 16th, we're getting into it. You can go to sign up at Lose Your Next 10, that's the number 10.com. Invite your friends, invite your auntie, invite your cousin, invite your BFF. Y'all can do this together. If you know that this year is normally a struggle for you and you know that normally at the end of the year, you end up gaining weight, I want you to learn how to experience this holiday season joyfully and still not gain weight. And look, again, this pandemic is adding on even more stress to what we normally go through. So why give yourself the opportunity to gain even more weight this time of year? I promise you, you'll still be able to enjoy your favorite holiday foods, but you're going to learn to do so with intention versus eating from emotion. And once you learn this skill, which is a game changer, which I'm going to teach you, During this challenge, you can use it all year round. Look, if you can master it at this time of year, then you got it, sister. You got it. You can use this to lose all of your weight. Why be normal and gain weight during the holidays? Why not have some fun with your friends, with a community of women who are all working together towards the same thing and learn how to blow your own mind by losing weight this holiday season. That sounds like a good idea to you. I want you to go to loseyournext10.com and bring your people with you. If you've done this challenge before in the past, 
I would love to have you back again. Because let's face it, the challenges that you had in July and earlier this year when I ran the challenges or ran this challenge are completely different from the challenges you're going to have right now in the midst of this pandemic in the midst of a holiday season. So let's face it. The holidays alone can create a different type of struggle and stress when it comes to food. So my friend, let us do this pandemic holiday together. I got you. I want you to succeed. I want you to get off of the weight loss struggle bus. Go to loseyournext10.com, invite your friends, and we're going to do this together. Continue to live Lux, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.